welcome to Innate Express Podcast. I'm Haig John, chiropractor in Melbourne, Florida. Our mission is to ground you in service and inspire you to serve at your very best. Let's get started. The uh, spiritual guides, that's what all this was about already, that uh, Pasquale used to call them his spiritual friends. And we have these, you know, we can call them angels. And, you know, I've had Sigafu say that he's felt that B.J. Palmer and was with him adjusting, you know, his whole life on his right shoulder. Um, when we are closed off to that by our consciousness or a teaching or just that we haven't made, been made aware of those things yet, um, very often it seems like, okay, you know, that's maybe against what I've been taught in my life and my schooling or my, my church. Um, or that's a new awareness for me. I'm a little taken back by that. It's not a brand new thing, right? We've been talking about those things since, you know, religious texts were ever written. Um, when we are aware to the vibration around us, and we are not necessarily, we don't have to be conscious of it, but when we're in the unconscious and receiving messages, and that's what we talk about in a spiritual adjustment, is not what I know from what I have been taught. And this might rub some chiropractors the wrong way, but that's okay because they're still stuck in their head. They're caught in logic. When we're stuck in this logical thing, it has to be this material thing that I can touch. Then we're stuck in that mechanical realm. And that's okay, I understand it. When we take that next step, the leap of faith, right? That this body is telling me, do this. And I am clear to receive that message. Adjust this T2. Adjust the atlas. Pull out the blocks and block their sacrum. Block their pelvis. Do the SOT blocks. When we have that clarity of just saying, okay, we're stepping out of our own way. And that's with many things. I had a good friend. His name is Hamilton. And I loved the story. Um, I, I, he told us the story right after it happened. And uh, he was lost in Georgia. Just Or he was driving around in Georgia, and he turned left instead of right. He's like, I don't know why I did that. I wasn't really in a hurry, and I just sort of just turned left. And he was driving through and didn't really know where he was. And he came up to an ice cream shop, stopped in and got an ice cream. And he walked in, and a little boy just started choking in the ice cream shop. And he was there, and he gave him the Heimlich and... You know, save this boy's life when everyone's standing around there. He just felt, okay, turn left. He was on a journey, whatever, walks into an ice cream shop and saves a boy's life. Okay? Same thing in our lives. When we listen, we're getting messages. Very often when we don't listen, that's the hard road. Ah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take what logic has told me to do. Sometimes that spiritual message is taking us on roads. We don't know why we're going down this rocky road at the moment. You know, we've mentioned things. We've all been through trials and tribulations in our lives that have gotten to us to this moment to respect the journey of other people that they have been on in their lives. Somehow our switch has been flipped in some ways. We've gone on many different journeys to bring us to this moment right now. The more we're clear to hear those messages of, yes, I'll do it that way. We'll see it sometimes. 
some, you know, I've been walking down the street. I remember seeing, I was in New York City, and I first started hanging out with Pasquale. I'm walking through Brooklyn, actually, and I see a sign, and it said, John's Path. And I was like, my last name's John, okay? And it was, you know, two things were blocking the side of this truck, and it just said John's Path. And I got this, over, and I'm, I feel a tingle all over my body right now, that that was the message that you are on the right path. You're doing the right thing. And I knew it immediately when I saw that. That message is for me. And I went back to Pasquale and I said, I think I was either coming or going from his office. I can't remember from his, from his meeting at Self Center. And he said, aha, now you get it. And that's it. We'll see those messages in a lot of ways. Um, you're laying in, you know, on the couch and you hear a little bit of uh, you know, maybe a television program while you're falling asleep. And you get that message. I got one not long ago from about the uh, spirits in the trees, where the uh, pharmaceutical companies um, were, you know, going into the rainforest and talking to the shaman. And the shaman said, "Yeah, it's the spirit in the plant that helps the people." And of course, the logical mind of the the American, you know, uh, bounty hunter really was saying, "Oh, it's got to be one of the particles." vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, or whatever molecule comes out of this leaf, where the spiritual person said it's the spirit in the tree. That's what helps people. Now we've departicalized everything and we have junk that's basically killing people from those same trees, right? The same molecule. And then we could make that, manufacture that molecule in the laboratory, put a patent on it, and whoever owns the patent makes billions for their lives as people die. So when we look at spirit and look back into cultures that really live very well, okay, we judge them for living poorly or we used to call the, the conquistadors called them, you know, uh, whatever. Who knows? Who cares, right? But they're coming from a, a mind that has been tainted from religions that have been taken so far away from their intention from people that wanted to guide people the way they wanted to instead of maybe Christ or Buddha, right? So when we look at this spiritual gift that we've been getting, which is clarity, we receive messages. It might be from adjusting, it might be signing that contract for your new house or a new practice or whatever it is that this feels right. Um, in that book, The uh, Deep Breath of Life, there's one of them, either that it's a resounding yes or a resounding no. Where does that resounding yes or resounding no come from? We can call it from our gut. I heard a story about the man from uh, who started Sony Corporation. He said if we came into a business deal and what he would do is he'd swallow it and if he felt he could digest it, then it was a good deal. If it made him sick or if he didn't feel like it sat right in his belly, it was a bad deal. So still asking the spirit within. That's what that's about, right? Your body's telling you this isn't serving you. So those spiritual messages, that workshop when you guys came out in Casadega, this was our third one. And uh, with all of our group from Self Center and Pasquale, and uh, was to be more attentive. This last one was to be more attentive to our spiritual messages and to listen and connect with our guides directly. And... The voices, and it's not hearing voices in your head. We've had many schizophrenic people come in here 
and tell me I do n I no longer hear these negative voices in my mind which is life-changing to them I'm not talking about those voices but of really <laughs> spiritual messages that we're receiving and being open to say yes there have been many spiritual beings on this earth that there are stories written about them in the Bible that receive spiritual messages. What is the difference between those person, persons and us? Nothing. We might think of, all oh, that's what they did in the old days, burning bushes and all those things. But you know what? All those miracles are happening right now to all of us. It's how we tune into them and tune out the world. And I keep mentioning about Christ and Mount Sinai and meditating and fasting for 40 days to separate from the chaos of the world. It's not easy to do. When we're in service in our practice and serving the people and caring for the people, that's when that whole outside world is out. That's when we can be focused and centered in our self-center. Pasquale used to say, this is ground zero. He was born September 11th, 1911. A lot of 11s in his name. Um, I just saw another September 11th not long ago in the 1800s. I can't remember which something happened in, in another September 11th. Um, powerful dates. But that ground zero of where we're starting from, that's where we want to be. From the ebb and flow of our breath when we serve, when we're on an important phone call, or an important meeting, taking that breath, going in, taking our 49 breaths. Because when we're taking, doing our 49 breaths and we're alone, actually, which is very powerful, I'm trying to count those 49 breaths. And we're not thinking of the world when we're doing that. Usually you get lost and I forget my numbers. And then it doesn't matter at that point. Because my spirit has said, okay, you've left the outside world out. I think that's why he's using 49, or we said it's 47 and 7. seven. Se it's, that's it. Yeah, that's a powerful number. Okay. From where, that's from the Bible? From the Bible. Yeah. That's perfection. Cool. So being clear for the messages for ourselves to guide you here. I mean, you guys leave at 530 in the morning, and you're here to transform, to make changes. You know how many people are doing that in this profession? I could count probably on one hand, and it's you guys. You got that message to go do it. Let's do it. Let's create it. The the uh, the, the beginner was uh, junior showing up a day early before we started. <laughs> Came on Friday. I'm raring to go, man. And you were early. And I'm like, I've got to dress faster, eh? Is you down there? Let's go. I'm running. I'm getting there for junior, and I missed you that day. Yeah, yeah. Let me in. I should give you a key. I'll give you a key. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on no. now. Just kidding. Well, you know, when we get those messages of get up and go, this is the right thing. You are, you know, on the right path. Um, I spoke at DE not long ago about receiving the messages on the right path. And Pasquale had this string art. He called, I asked him about it. He said, when I asked him, can you tell me what self-centered means again? And I wanted to do it on video this this time, and I have it on the selfcenter.com. But he said, this is self-centered. And he pointed to the center of this. Okay, his is much larger hanging in our, in our meeting room. And I've always wanted one of those. Like, wow, I, I just want one of them and uh, to have in my, my place. And every, I've, I've mentioned to people, oh, yeah, we made that as a kid. Well, make me one. <laughs> so... Uh, I was in a store, in a shop, and 
I wasn't looking for art. My mother's an artist, and I, I like to collect art. I love beautiful things. So I'm just looking through this thing, and I, 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 I kid you not, it felt like it sucked up into my hand and was shining in this bright aura. And it was this, the, the string art with the center hole in the center. It was that. And immediately I got a rush over my body, and I could feel Pasquale's voice, not just hear it. And he had a resonating tone. You're on the right path you're on the right path. And it brought chills over me. I was speaking at DE. That was like a like a Monday. I was going to DE. I spoke on Saturday in Sigafus's spot. Um, and it was just, you're on the right path. When I went into our little airport, and Melbourne Airport is like a little, I mean, a smaller airport. It's my favorite because it's fast. You know the TSA guys. Hey there, Charlie. How you doing? <laughs> And I keep saying Charlie, my name's not Charlie. But uh, Pasquale used to say that, yeah, whatever. So, uh, and there, you know, in New York, you're used to somebody selling old magazines and books to make a couple of bucks, what have you. You're not used to that in Melbourne Airport, okay? Somebody was selling an old Vanity Fair and some other old books, and this magazine was over something, and I don't normally, I'm like, ah, whatever, I don't need any magazines. And so something told me, just go move that magazine. And there was a book about shaman, and the back cover was basically the words of Sigafus. And I opened the back, I opened just the introduction, and it was, it was the words of Jim Sigafus. No joke. Again, I got the rush, and I heard Sigafus' voice, you're on the right path. And from some of my spiritual friends said, that is the most unusual of getting signs from the other side of two spirits. And I went with it. I was on the right path, and I brought, I brought the book. I didn't bring this to DE, and I told this story. When we trust, and some things might sound silly, or it might not be like, oh, it seems a little weird. Hey, you know what? I bought that book. I bought this, and I think this was even on sale. The string art was like five bucks, you know, or something ridiculous number like that. It was almost free that it was right. You're on the right path, trusting the things that, the message that we get for ourselves. That's a big thing, trust. Trusting this. Trusting the message we're getting before the adjustment, after the adjustment. Helping people realize, just trust the process. This will take time. Your body is doing something amazing. I ask for clarity in the morning for the words that I speak. Not from me, but through me. The adjustment doesn't come from you, but through you. When it's from you, it's a push. When it's through us, it is a magical experience. When we step out of our own way. Nearly, I mean, I, I don't do a lot of technique seminars anymore, but most of the ones they used to say, I've heard them over and over again, the adjustment comes through you, not from you. I know Arno used to say that for years and years. It comes through you, not from you. And you know the difference when that starts coming. Mission trips are a big part of that. Once we get out of our way, you're seeing a lot of people. And like I said, some of them, we saw 800 to 1,000 people a day. How does a human being do that for five days? It's incredible. It's not me doing it. We are stepping out of that physical, and it's spiritual serving through us. And you get into this vortex that I, I, there are times you feel like you're just spinning. Martin and I have been talking about doing them in Southeast Asia. And, you know, in, in uh, Malaysia, Singapore, and doing them in, you know, like stadiums. 
That's what I'd like to do is one stadium, document the whole thing. Panama, we'll do them all over the world and document them. Um, people won't believe it. It's too much, really. When I first started in practice, I was around a lot of people that see a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I would tell, because, you know, you write your business plan and all that stuff. And I love writing business plans. I love writing business plans. What I like writing most is marketing plans, okay? Um, because I know how to do it and I've been doing it my entire life. But I enjoy it. When you start putting in, yeah, I want to see, you know, 250, 300 people a day, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what are you talking about? How on earth are you going to see that when you talk to a earthly person? How are you going to see, how can you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Nobody can do that. 100 people a day, that's insane. When, you know, you have, I had a, a nurse, uh, she was working in a veterinary office. There's five veterinarians there, all the staff. She's like, yeah, we had a wild day. We saw 75 people or 75 animals. And I thought, wow. With the five doctors, um, you know, probably double that in assistance, you know, how, that's incredible. How could you see so few people, you know, or at dogs? Well, you see the same thing in hospitals and emergency rooms and all those things. When we're really, we're serving, we're, there is no time. There is no limit. In those moments that we are absolutely clear, Pasquale said it's in the ebb and the flow. It's in the pause. When you take a breath, there's a pause that moment and then out. When the sea comes up and pauses and goes out, it's that pause of perfection. That's when we're in, in perfect timing. Schrodinger described that with his cat. If you don't know about quantum physics, you can look that up, Schrodinger's cat. So we're in that ebb and that flow. So when we're in that ebb, that's when we're in, everything's in alignment with us, we're perfect and we serve. When we're done at the day, very often it's like, you know, if we do need our, our systems adjusted, which often I really need to care for my body. I drove an hour yesterday to get an adjustment and I was a little annoyed by my adjustment that uh, I didn't get what I need, right? I needed a deeper spiritual connection now. And my friend was really in his head. Everything was by the book of what his original exam was on me a year ago and checking those areas and nothing else. And I was really annoyed by it. Like I just felt that I wasn't served. 50 years in practice and I'm not picking on him because actually he hasn't been trained this way, you realize. 50 years in practice, he hasn't been trained well. He's only been trained as a clinician to be able to follow the order that I have taken from before and that's it and there's nothing else. I don't want you to be a clinician, I want you to be a server. I want myself to be a greater server. If I just follow the book, blah, 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 pull this switch, push this button, step on that pedal, rumpa, then you have nothing, right? When you really hear an amazing band or amazing orchestra play the same Beethoven that has been played a thousand times by different orchestras, but somehow they're the best because they have their own nuances to something. They're just allowing it to flow through them. When a great violinist is playing or guitar player or piano player, they'll tell you it's not coming from me, it's coming through me. Or a writer, the book is coming, it's just coming through me. So 
the adjustment coming through us. All this amazing stuff is to get our garbage out of the way. This morning, I just I woke up that just feeling that intention of service today. My palms right now, I tell you, just talking about this, I could feel them tingling. Not like my arms asleep, but vibrating, ready to go. Getting these words out of my mouth so other people can hear them in a vibration, transferring that into a tone that your neural system can communicate to the brain and transfer into information for you. How in the world does that happen? That's a spiritual action. When we have an inspiration, it means bring in spirit. When we have a, a dream or we have an idea, does it come from us? I think it comes, I know it comes from a spiritual realm. I know it's a gift for, for us when we're ready to hear it. So being clear, I think that's what this morning is really about, what this talk is about. And our podcast, we should be ready with the first four episodes um, by next week, okay? And it is to launch them. We have dozens right now. Um, so I'm really excited about all the things that we are doing, how far we're going to go. I don't know what tomorrow holds or the next hour, but we're setting the tone for that right now. Everybody feel that? Does anybody have anything to add or comment? That weekend in, was it Casa Vega? Yeah. And you mentioned, because I had told you that my grandmother kept coming up. So that's my great-grandmother. There's no reason for me to have really her in my mind so present because she had passed away over 10 years ago. So I mentioned it to you there, and you were like, you know, she's probably your spiritual guy. Like, just be she had told me that she would always be there for me even after she was gone in my wife's car which is like two years old i find her memorial card like cool which is insane because she passed away 10 years ago it's yeah. a two-year-old car how did that you know yeah. get in there so i take that and i put it inside my my mission bag and i take it with me and i started like getting in my head and thinking like is this real am i like just building this up in my own head and when i go out to serve this little grandmother, after I adjust her, she comes and hugs me, and then she digs in her purse and she pulls out the exact candy my grandmother used to always give me. Wow. I haven't seen this candy wow. in forever. Like, mm. nobody has. It's like this little mint type of candy, and it's just the <laughs> same exact brand, same everything, and that's what she gave me. So, like, the whole spiritual guide and, like, allowing me to become more receptive <laughs> and like, accepting of it, like, it all came through that direction. And I would have ignored it if you didn't mention like, if I didn't, I guess, have that much respect towards you to respect your Thank opinion you. and accept it, I would have just ignored it and considered it all like coincidence. And now I'm trying to allow that to, to take me to that next place. That is a beautiful message and yeah. story. I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing that. That'll stay with me. I love that one. Anybody have anything else? I have one too. Like, when I was in dental school, I knew that I wasn't where I had to be so I asked like God please just send me a message and I know they send me multiple but I just remember like two like our, our school is in a hospital and there was this guy older guy and then he came we were in a group and he came towards me with a card he said this is for you and I was like what I don't even I have never seen this guy ever so I see the card it was a chiropractic card and I was like 
Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, this could be or could not be, and I wasn't sure, so I said, please, like, make your message like clear. So I ordered online a little book bag, and then, like, they sent me a book bag and a huge bag, like a bag, mm -hmm. travel bag. a travel bag. So wow. I said that was like bag your bags yeah. and go. <laughs> that was yeah. like my message. I was like, and they didn't charge for the bag. It was like sent. Wow. Like a four hundred dollar bag. Yeah, wow. I was like, cool. Oh my god, like I don't know. I that's like, an That's like mm -hmm. shut up and go. Yeah. <laughs> Just do like, it. <laughs> wow, that's an awesome message too. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that one. Anybody else have something to share? Okay, I have one that you are involved actually in. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, can, I don't know if, if I told you or not, but um, you guys don't know me, but I do marketing with Hack, okay? And uh, I do lots of different things, and I studied, I did affiliate marketing for different things, and um, I always like to do a social media agency. And I was like wavering, okay, shall I do it or not, or should I just stick with the affiliate marketing, what shall I do? And so I was wavering, I was like, God, can you please give me a sign, you know, which way to go, you know, I was kind of really on the cross section, you know. And we didn't speak for, I don't know, month, two months or something like that. Very next day, I have two missed messages and text from him. Hey, I need the help with the marketing. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Here I am. That's awesome. Martin and I were starting a, 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 a social media marketing company and uh, it's uh, it's already you know I think it's, I know it's gonna be something amazing already absolutely. So it's like getting the message and doing the action, it's like receiving and like okay trust yourself and go do it. Yeah. So when did you leave dental school? Like a year after. Okay. Great. Anyone else? Anything else? Nothing like that. So, just, you know, well, hey, the little small. you know yeah. some of the things we don't even realize we're getting I, messages to. I've always kind of I go by my gut a lot of times, mm -hmm. and I kind of in my last couple of years I've made a lot of decisions kind of just based on that feeling. A couple of which were hard. I think it just because they were hard didn't mean they were wrong. Mm -hmm. But I'm just kind of waiting for that to play out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell a little story that's gonna relate to all you guys and taking boards. I remember taking boards and, you know, you narrow down, it's not this question, it's not, uh, not this answer, not this answer, but between two answers, it's either this one or this one, and just putting my finger over them and the one it I felt like it stops on, I'm choosing that one. And I did it and I passed boards, you know. Not all, I didn't do every question that way, but I'll tell you, when you're taking boards, there'll be a lot of questions. You have no idea what they were asking and you have to take, you know, an educated decision or a native decision. I chose a lot of innate decisions, but just stop right there. Okay, I'm going to choose it. It worked for me. <laughs> so the little stuff, all those little things, yeah. but, you know, just getting that message, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of little things. Can I share one more? Yeah, thing? of course. So on the mission trip, you know, this was really weird. Um, this guy comes up to me, and there was a lot of extremities that came up. And I, I don't, I've never taken an extremity class or anything like that, so I didn't really know what to do. So I just looked to the spine. That's what I know how to do. That's what I'm focused on. So I told him, get on. Of course, I can help you. So I adjust him. And then I, for some reason, something inside of me told me, come find me tomorrow and show me, because his arm wouldn't go past here. 
and like he had no range of motion his shoulder was completely frozen i was like come find me tomorrow and show me that you could raise your arm up here because i guarantee you it's gonna like i promised yeah. him that his arm so the next day i wasn't expecting like i have no idea why i said that and he went to the hospital to look for me he went somewhere else to look for me and yeah sure enough his arm was in the air like he was waving it around and swinging wow. his arm and he was just like in tears to to say that like i Every person is guided to you. All the people coming in the door, that's why we don't send people away. God guided them, him to you in that moment and gave you the confidence just to say those words to him. Think about it. You're saving a guy. You know, you're, not, you're in a place where that guy needs his arms to work. He probably works hard in his life, gets around with that arm, but now he can... His he, life changes after that. He hadn't been able to move his arm for something like three years. Wow. He was in a motorcycle accident. They told him that there was nothing he could do. It was just stuck. And like, yep. I didn't do anything to his arm. All I did was adjust his spine and find what was subluxated and, and put and adjusted. Think it. about all the lives. That man could now support his family better. His family can live better. It, lives just changed from that adjustment and the confidence that you gave gave him but had in yourself. That is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he'll become a chiropractor. Or his sons. Or his sons. That's beautiful. Or daughters. daughters. Or daughters. And daughters. And daughters. All the above. All right. 